bow our heads for a moment and just close our eyes for a moment of prayer. God, tonight we gather because we believe that you have stepped into this world. Son of God, love's pure light. Lord, we pray that your light would shine on us tonight in this room. God, I pray that we would have eyes that can see you, that can recognize you, that can grasp you. Pray that, Lord, there would be a, we've come to this place to gather around you tonight. I pray that as we do that, there would just be a sense in which each one of us is able to just see you in a fresh way tonight. And the beauty and the majesty of this moment when you stepped into this world. Tune our hearts to it, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can grab a seat. You can grab a seat. Uh, if we haven't met, my name's Dean. I'm one of the pastors here at True North. Just want to welcome you here tonight. If you're new here, please know you're, you're especially welcome. And it's our, our privilege to get to spend some time with you and to, to have you here tonight on, on Christmas Eve. It's a, a great night to celebrate. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I hope you've been having a, a good lead up. You know, all of us come from different places and, and, and journeys and things like that tonight. But I hope you're enjoying uh, this season. And one of the great things about this season, we're going to be reflecting a little bit on light tonight and what it means that the light of the world came tonight. I, I love, how many people do enjoy uh, going to look around at the Christmas lights on people's houses? Do you enjoy that? Have a good time. How many people have some lights up on your house? We got some lights on, on our house. I can't say it'll be worth all the drive to see them, but they're there, and they're beautiful, and they're waiting for you. And, uh, and it's not a competition anyway, so I'm not just kidding. I love the lights. And uh, we, we had some fun this week as well. We sent some kids out. If you haven't had a chance to drive around, see some of the beautiful lights of our city. I, I, I haven't really gotten to do that just yet, but don't worry. We got you covered. We sent some kids out this week to have a look at some Christmas lights. So we want to give you a little taste of some of the lights on offer around our city this Christmas. Have a look at, at this video, some of the fun these guys got up to. We're here, super pumped for Christmas. We're going to be going and checking out some lights. Oh, well, it's the favorite time of the year. I'm joined here with Boston. We've got Ruby. Nate's running around somewhere. We don't know. He's around there. We're going to check out some Christmas lights. It's awesome Christmas time. Woo! Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit bring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some care. Hey. Ruby, do you think that you've been a good girl this year and Santa's bringing you some presents? Yes. How good have you been this year? Very good. Do you reckon that Riley and I, are we on the naughty or the nice list? Naughty. Naughty, he's on the good. Oh, it's a split decision. So, so I'm the naughty. Have you been a good boy? Are you on the good list? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How good boy have you been? That much. That much? Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Have you been that good? Yeah, I'm really sure. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, how many presents does he get then? Five. How many presents do I get? Ten. Oh, I get ten. Do you reckon that's good? Do I get ten? No, sixteen. Sixteen. That's a good number. I'll get a million thousand. <laughs> Boston's getting a million thousand. <laughs> you will get a sentimental feeling when you hear. Show us your best dance moves. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. Some fun, but why don't we we'll say bye with our biggest ho ho ho? What do you reckon, kids? <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it at the same time, yeah? Okay, ready? Ready? Oh, One, oh, two, oh, three. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give them a clap. We're here, super a bit of fun. Big in, little kids there. It's awesome. The, uh, you know, I love, uh, I do love the Christmas lights. You even just see them, and there's just something kind of beautiful and good about them, isn't there? You know, there's something just, you see it, you know, uh, there's just something kind of special. And, and light, it can be like that. You know, one of my uh, favorite kind of Christmas movies is still uh, the classic uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh, Chevy Chase, any Christmas Vacation, people remember that. A little bit of an older one. But this guy, Clark Griswold, he wants to give his family, like, the best Christmas ever. So he puts, like, I think it's 20,000 white lights on his house. And he goes through all the effort. And he's got a Santa. He's got reindeer. He's got it all up there. But he only has one problem. He can't get the power to turn on. And so he's put them all up there. And no matter what he does, he can't get it worked out. He's got all the strands and all the bulbs are there. But there's no actual light. He can't get it going. And I love there's one kind of moment where his wife even says to him, you know what, even if it's not on, it's still beautiful. And she's patronizing to him. And so, but, you know, you just got to love the heart and the sentiment that's there. But you just know, it's like, hey, you can have all the strands, you can have all the bulbs, you can have all the decorate. But if there's no light, like the light is what it's all about, right? And the thing about light is, you know, when the, the thing that happens in the, in the movie is he can't figure out how to get them on. And eventually it turns out his wife kind of accidentally flips the switch in the, in the garage. And that was the problem. And so there hadn't been power. She flips the switch. The light comes on. And, and the whole thing is transformed. And the house becomes, the, the, all the beauty comes out of it. All the goodness comes out of it. And it becomes all, all that he had kind of hoped it would be. We're going to think about this idea tonight about what it looks like when you flip the switch. Kind of when the light comes on. The story of Christmas is a story that light has come. And the great news is that there is, it's almost like we can flip a switch that allows us to access, to allow that light into our lives, to flow into us and then out of us. And it's good. Light is good. It's beautiful. It's a wondrous thing. And we're going to reflect on what it is tonight. You know, there are... Uh, Different kind of biographies that are written of Jesus. And they give different kind of details and accounts of what it was like when he was born. And most of us are, are perhaps most familiar with uh, the kind of stories and the account that's given by uh, guys named Matthew and Mark and Luke. These three different kind of biographers of Jesus. And they write the stories. And they give us the details that tell us kind of how it happened, what it looked like. They tell us about the manger. They tell us about Bethlehem. They tell us about the star and the wise men and the shepherds and the angels. They tell us all these details. And then there's another guy. His name's John. And he kind of assumed everybody had already knew the details of kind of how Jesus was born. And he writes his sort of a take on Jesus' birth. And he wants us to understand that, 
you know, what happened in that manger, it didn't really just begin right there. It's part of a bigger story. Something bigger was happening, and he wants us to get, here is the significance of Jesus' birth. And so he writes in his story, uh, he writes it this way. John chapter 1, he says, he says, here's what was happening when Jesus came into the world. He says that the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. What was happening in the birth of Jesus? The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. He was here. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. This is what he's saying. You know, the whole world was actually made through Christ. His life didn't begin in the manger. That was the true light who made all of creation stepping into the world. But even though the, he had made the world, the world didn't recognize him. He didn't look the way the world expected him to look. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. There were people who were waiting for a savior to come. They were looking expectantly, but they didn't recognize Jesus when he came. They didn't recognize he was the one they were waiting for. Yet to all who did receive him, Though many didn't recognize him, there were some who did receive him and continue to receive him. To all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or husband's will. Not just like you become born to, you know, an earthly parent, but rather children who are born of God. A new life in God. A new reality of your life in God. When we receive him, when we believe in his name. I love this account because it helps us grasp the, the power and the magnitude of what was happening in the birth of Christ. In this moment, the true light, the source of all light, the one who hung stars in the universe, the one who created all things, it says, was stepping into the world. The true light who gives light to everyone. It is a moment where, you know, the author of the story steps into the story. It's the moment where the creator of it all, who understands how everything works because he designed it, steps into his creation, the true light. And he did it to give light to us, to give us light so that we could see. There's a great picture here that reminds us at Christmas, we need light. Life without light, it's not a good thing. It's easy to get things confused. It's easy to stumble in the dark. But actually the true light who gives light to anyone has stepped into the world. That's what happened in the manger. And you and I, we need light. We need light. When, when there's no light, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to make out which way to go. You know, about a week ago I was walking my dog. Uh, his name's Harry. He's a schnoodle. That's a schnauzer and poodle, if you didn't, um, in case you have another Kahoot quiz later and you're trying to, you know, what's a schnoodle? Uh, and I was taking him for a walk. We live in a newer suburb up in Alcamas, and there's a lot of streets there behind where we are that don't have many houses on them yet. There's paved and, you know, a few houses there getting built. It's kind of dark back there. And I kind of always take, Harry, if I want to 
give him a, a chance to kind of run, I take him back there and I take his lead off. And, uh, and there's usually not many people around. So it was late. It was about 1030, I think, at night. I thought I'll take him. No one else will probably be out walking their dog or having their dog off the lead. So it should be fine because sometimes if there's another dog off the lead. He kind of goes crazy and chases him and all kinds of things like that. So he's not always the, the you know, he's not grasped to all the finer points of, of being social as a dog. And um. So I took him back there and I let him off the lead and I was walking around kind of killing time while he was running. So I'm just kind of walking. Yeah, I think he's all right. It's kind of dark, can't quite see him. Was looking at my phone and kind of, you know, just passing the time, looked up. And I was like, you know, in the distance, I think I see him, but it's kind of dark, but he's running, he's chasing. And I'm thinking, oh, he's chasing. I think it's, it's another dog. Somebody else has let the, who let their dog off the lead, you know? Like, what are you doing? Come on. What do you think this is? Anyway, so I was feeling a little, you know, frustrated at my neighbors. And then I realized, like, wait a second, it's dark and I'm squinting. I'm like, that's not, that's not a dog. He's chasing, that's, that's a kangaroo. He's chasing a kangaroo through the neighborhood. And it's in the dark. And my dog is chasing a kangaroo down the street. I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, Harry, don't catch that kangaroo. And I'm yelling at him, like, stop, come back. I know you think that, you know, maybe you think you'll have fun and play with this kangaroo. I'm telling you, if you even catch this kangaroo, it will not be the kind of, you know, ending you're hoping for tonight, you know. It's just stop. So I'm yelling at him, I'm yelling, I'm chasing him. I'm running down the street chasing my dog, chasing a kangaroo, thinking, how did I get here in life, you know, just... <laughs> What's going on? And I'm, I'm like kind of now planning my moves. And anyway, I realized they're like going down this street. They're coming this way. I head them off at an intersection. I'm literally waiting at an intersection. A kangaroo runs by. And then my dog's coming. I yell, Harry. And he stops. And I grab him. And I'm like, Harry. And he stopped. And I was so glad because I'm like, Harry, this is not going to end well for you. I don't know if ever, if you've ever seen maybe a YouTube video of a schnoodle versus a kangaroo. But I just feel like it's not going to go well for the schnoodle. And um. So, but, you know, here's the thing about the, 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 the light. You know, when it's dark, when it's dark, I mean, one, you can't make things out. Stuff you think you know what you're looking at, but it's not what you think it is. And there's things that happen and you start to chase in the dark. And you don't know, you think it might make you happy or it'll be fun or it'll be good or a good outcome. And it's like it's not. You know what the reason that the light of the world came? The reason the true light had to step into this world is because without him, we walk around in darkness, and we constantly think there are things that will bring us the joy in life we're looking for, but in the light of day, they will not. And the true light that gives light to everyone stepped into the world so that we could have light to see by. We need light. We need light as people. We stumble without it. We need light to show us, you know, what relationships should look like. We need light to show us. You know, what's the, the proper place of work in our lives? We need light to show us. What does it look like to be a loving person, a caring person? We need light to show us which way is life actually found because there are all kinds of things we get tempted to chase after in this life. We think they'll bring us so much goodness, but in the light of day, they won't. We can chase careers. We can chase a certain relationship. We can chase a certain, you know, kind of postcode we want to live in. Whatever it is, there's so many things we think that, but man, if we even get them, they cannot give life. Only, only the true light that gives life and light to everyone can do that. This is what happened in, at Christmas. The true light, the one who made you and made me, stepped into the world to say, hey, this way, follow me. Chase after all these other things. Walk in the light. This is the goodness of Christmas. You know, the, the challenge, though, for every one of us is 
we can have a hard time recognizing the light at times. I mean, think about this, the, the wildness of this verse. It's like he was here. It, it talks about, you know, the true light that gives light. He was here. He was in the world. He was literally the one who made it all, stepped in. But he stepped in, and, we, and the people around him didn't even realize it, so many of them. Didn't recognize it. Walked with him, listened to him, talked to him, but they didn't recognize this was the true light because they couldn't recognize because he was not what they expected. When the actual true light of the world came into the world, when the creator of all came into the world, the crazy thing is he was not what people were expecting. And people rubbed shoulders with him and didn't even recognize him. And yet, it says there to all those who did, who received him, who believed in his name. You know, he gave the right to become children of God. Check this out. There were people, you know, some of the people, it says he went to his own, but they didn't recognize him. There were people who, they were actually, you know, those who were the most studied and the most learned and, and seemingly were the best positioned or the most elite to be able to recognize him. They missed it. And the people who recognized him easiest were those who just kind of went, I have no preconception and, I'm, and I can see what God is doing here. And I love that that offer is for every one of us who will simply receive, who will simply believe. He, he offers light and life to all of us. You know, the, the incredible thing he says as well is he says, now this is what he offers. This is what he gives. This is what he brings. It says to everybody who received him. You know, there's always two ways to, to receive the light when it comes in. You can receive it. You can welcome it. You can say, come in. You know, the, the, that is one way. And those who receive. It says he gave the right to be called children of God. What the, the light wants to show us is that this is who God is, the creator of all, the one who put the stars in all their places in this giant world that we find ourselves in, the, the one who created this world so beautiful so that we would see, you know, his goodness reflected every time we look at the, the night sky. But this great God and creator, he longs for us to know him as Father. He's our creator who loves us. That this is how he, he sees us. And he says, if you just welcome me, if you welcome the light, if you welcome Christ, you believe you receive him into your life, if you don't say no thank you, if you don't push out the light, if you don't say nope, not interested, to anyone who receives him, he gives this right to be called children of God. You know, do you realize this, this is the good news of the light coming, that you and I can actually find our place in this creation to realize, God, we can know him as Father. Not a broken version as we often experience in this world, but the perfect, loving, heavenly Father who created you, who made you, who has a name for you, who knows you, who knows you better than you know yourself. He wants you to know him as loving, heavenly Father. The right to be called children of God. You know, it's an amazing thing to think that we could be children of God. It, it implies this incredible closeness of relationship, this proximity, this access to God. You know, I have a son, Levi, he's eight. You know, it, it can be the middle of the night. I could be comfortably asleep. I could be chasing a kangaroo down a dark road. It could be, I could be anywhere in the middle of the night. And if I hear him say, Dad, I know his voice and I'll respond because he's my son. He's my child. You know, there's plenty of other kids I love in this world. But if any of them started, like, ringing me up in the middle of the night, I'd be like, sorry, I'm not taking your call. You know, I don't care that you're thirsty right now. <laughs> like, that's, 
But when someone's your child, they have an access to you that no one else has. And the picture here is God, he, he wants to be father to all of us. He, he is not limited in his Every one of us, he says, I want you to be my child. I want you to know that's the closeness. I love you. I made you. I am, I am there for you. And he never slumbers nor sleeps. He is always there waiting for us to turn to him and walk with him and to know him. This is who God is. And we know it because he sent his son. He came in Christ. He sent the light into this world, the true light that gives light to everyone, that shows us reality, that shows us this is who God is, that shows us this is where life is found. He came into the world. This is the good news of Christmas. And the simple reality is for every one of us, the offer goes out the same today as it did when Jesus walked physically in this world. It goes out to us today. He says, will you receive me? Will you welcome me? Will you, you know, it says they, they didn't recognize me. It wasn't what they expected. We have to simply receive him and go, you know what, God, maybe you're not who I expected or how I think you. Maybe you're not running the show the way I think you should run it. But, God, I, I want to welcome you for who you are. I believe you Jesus, you are the creator. You've come into this world. And I want to welcome your light in my life. It's the offer that goes out to every one of us. You know, some of us have maybe a long time ago decided to welcome Christ into our lives. Do you know something? It, it, Christmas, I think, is a great moment to stop and say, you know what? Am I welcoming his light? Sometimes we have a lot of things we'd like to tell God how he could do his job better in our lives. You know what? We have to be reminded at Christmas, this is the creator. This is great God of the universe. He is Jesus. He is Savior. He is Lord. He is the light. And we have to be reminded our, our call in life is just to say, Lord, I will follow you. I welcome your light. You lead the way. Show me where life is found. For some, if you may be here, maybe you don't normally, you know, go to church or Find yourself in a space or a place like this. Can I tell you something? The offer, it goes out to you. You can welcome him. You can know him. And it's as simple as just beginning to, to say this. God, you know, Jesus, I, I want to receive you in my life. I welcome you in my life. I welcome your light in my life. I'm willing to say I won't tell you how I think everything should go. I welcome your light. You are the true light. You give light. I just want to receive that light. It's so simple. And it's so beautiful what's offered to us at Christmas. Can I encourage you tonight? Maybe it's a great moment to stop. And in the midst of all that will happen and the busyness, the things going on, we've all gathered in this space. We've all come together. And we come around this child who was born. And we come to realize this was the true light that gives light to everyone stepping into our world. One of the greatest things we can do is to just... Not just kind of walk quickly past that moment, but to say, you know what? I choose tonight to receive your light into my life. You know, if, if that's you tonight, whether you've walked with him for a short time or long or, or never even prayed that simple prayer to say, I want to receive you into my life. I want to encourage you maybe to do that. I'll lead you in a simple prayer tonight that every one of us can, can pray and be part of. It really is just that simple. But here's the challenge I, I want to give you. Is actually, as you receive that light into your life, to consider what it will look like to walk in that light. To make it a habit and a pattern. 
Christmas, it, it can be as simple as going, I receive this. I want that light to come in my life. But sometimes uh, there, we have to understand that, that there, there is a process of beginning to see and understand that light and walk more and more by that light. Because sometimes we're used to, to walking in, in darkness. And here's the, the challenge I want to give you this Christmas. You know, next year you'll, you'll probably think about all kinds of different goals or things that you're thinking about for the year. Maybe you'll join a gym. You know, is anybody maybe thinking, we won't even put our hands up. I'm, I'm thinking about it. But can I give you one tip tonight? This is free of charge. Uh, if you're thinking about joining a gym or choosing some other good habit to start, uh, like going to the gym, I would wait until March. Uh, because the, it's like the good habits know people are coming for them in January. And so it'll, if you fake it out and start in March, you'll be good to go. Anyway, um, but, you know, we'll all think about things we want to do next year. You know, what would it look like in your own life to go, you know what, I want to see what it looks like to begin to walk by this light. Because we're constantly getting shown life's this way, life's that way, life's this way. And we have to actually be intentional if we want to live by the light. And so here's my challenge for you. I've got a little challenge. I brought, I brought a toy with me tonight, actually. I brought this toy. I know some kids, maybe you're thinking about toys you want. I, I got this toy maybe for Christmas. I'm not sure, but I got it right around 1984, 1985. And this is, this toy is an original, uh, don't jump me for it later, it's, uh, this is, does anybody know what this is? Can anybody see it? I don't know if it's, if it's close enough, but this is a Han Solo in carbonite uh, toy. That's right, I know, it's, it's, worth a, it's worth a clap, I brought it for you to see tonight. And uh, I'm going to give you tonight a, a challenge. This is a Han Solo challenge, all right, this is my Han Solo challenge for you. Now, what this is, if you're like my wife and you can imagine nothing worse than someone making you watch a Star Wars movie, and, um, and even though you're married to someone who will force you, you know, um, this is Han Solo. Now, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. But at one point in a movie called The Empire Strikes Back, he gets captured by Darth Vader. And we all know Darth Vader's a bad guy, right? Don't we? And uh, Darth Vader sticks him into this uh, carbon freeze. He's frozen in there. He's stuck in there for like a year just like this. But then his friends come, and they rescue him, and this is why it's such a great toy. Uh, he gets free. So check it out. There he is. There he is. And uh, yeah, I know. And I encourage you uh, to look on eBay and see if you can order one of these tonight as part of your challenge. But what happens in the movie, if you watch it, the real interesting thing is one, he gets out of, like, they break in, they rescue him, the, the, fr the, the, the carbonate, you know, freezing stuff, it all melts away. And he's fine because you can be fine when you're in the carbon freezing stuff, but he has one difficulty when he first gets out. Does anybody remember what it is? He can't see. You see, the thing about being in the, the freezing, because he's been in there for like a year, maybe a year and a half, I'm not sure exactly. But when he gets out, it's like he's, your eyes, they, they can't, he's been in there so long, the light, it's like he can't see anything. They tell him, don't worry about it, it's just going to take a little while, your eyes will adjust, you'll start to get it back. Have you ever had that experience? You know, maybe tonight, if you walked out of this room right now, it's kind of dark in here. You walk into a bright light, the reality is sometimes it's not easy to see at first. It can be difficult. It takes time for our eyes to adjust and to calibrate. And so here's my challenge for you. That next year, if you think, you know what, I know there's something in this for me. I know I want some light in my life. I want that goodness in my life. I sense that there's some love and goodness and, and something great in who Christ is. I don't get it all, but I sense it. I know it's there. And you think, I want to walk in that light. Here's my challenge to you. 
to say, you know what, for one year, I'm going to make it my habit to gather with a church on Sunday. You know, we gather here tonight, we sing songs about Christ. We allow the light to come into our life. We get in the Bible, it tells us about Christ. We, let, we welcome the light into our life. And sometimes people, they kind of, oh, I went, it wasn't that great. I, I don't, you know, or I've known some people, I don't know, I don't think there's anything. You know what, the, the challenge is sometimes when light comes in, we have to be willing to allow our whole eyes and our whole being to begin to calibrate. So I always encourage people, one of the greatest things you could do is not go, you know what, I'll go to church once. But what if you said, for one year, I'm going to lean into this. And I'm going to see what it's like to live in the light. And I give you that challenge, not because I, I, I you know, want to make your new year harder, but because I believe there is such a light and a goodness and a love and that something transformative will happen when you begin to welcome the light into your life. It's why we gather here every Sunday. It's why we sing to him. It's why we get into the Bible. It's why we encourage one another because we want to walk in the light. We believe this is what happened at Christmas. The creator of all stepped into this world. The true light that gives light to everyone. He's here. And he looks for those who will welcome him, who will receive him. And he says, I will call you I give you the right to be children of God, whole new life, in the light. I'd love to pray for us tonight. Would you bow your heads for a moment with me? We just, this is a simple way we kind of focus our attention on God. We bow our heads, close our eyes, and just kind of block out some of the other noise in our lives. And, and I want to encourage you to consider praying a, a, a simple prayer on this night. It's a prayer that's as simple as this. No matter what your journey of faith or not faith has ever looked like, if tonight there is something within you that says, I know Christ, there is light here, and I want that light in my life, can I encourage you just in the quiet of your own heart, maybe a new thing, may feel awkward, may feel like who am I even talking to, to just pray a simple prayer to say, Jesus, I welcome your light in my life. You just kind of form those words in your own heart. Jesus, I receive you into my life. I want to walk in the light. You may be someone who prayed a prayer like that for the first time years ago. Maybe tonight just declare it to him again in your own heart. I welcome your light in my life. Where there's darkness, Lord, shine your light and show me the path you would have me take. Show me where life is to be found. Lord Jesus, I welcome your light in my life. I want to pray for us tonight. I want to pray that God would shine his light even brighter in our lives. And, and if tonight you just say, you know, Jesus, I want you to shine your light brighter in my life. I want to see you and see by you. I want to see by your light. I want to pray for you. And a simple way you can be part of that is just to open your hands in front of you. And we're just going to pray that God would continue to pour his light into our lives. Lord Jesus, we believe that you are the light of this world. Tonight, as we celebrate the fact that you stepped into this world, we pray that you would give us light. You are the true light that gives light to everyone. And Lord, tonight we 
with our hands open, say we welcome and receive your light. And we pray that you would show us, show us more of who you are. Show us more of where real life is found. Show us what it means to be known as children of God. To live out this new life you offer to us. We thank you for coming. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to stand up and we're going to sing. We're going to sing this song together. Oh, holy night. It's a song that allows us to stop and to pause and to reflect on what happened this night that Christ, the true light that gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Let's sing it together. And as we do that, let's turn the attention of our hearts, of our, of our inner self. Let's, let's just focus on him, on the true light as we 